The United States will be shrouded in darkness under the shadow of the moon, blocking out the entire sun. A total solar eclipse, the likes of which hasn't been seen in the continental United States for seven years. We'll be joined by an expert in eclipse mapping to help us understand where we need to be to view this incredible event. But we'll have to clear up some eclipse terminology first. From the studios of Cincinnati Public Radio, I'm your host, Dean Regis, and this is Looking Up, the show that takes you deep into the cosmos or just to the telescope in your backyard to learn more about what makes this amazing universe of ours so great. This week, our special guest is Michael Zeiler, an eclipse cartographer, so to speak, and the publisher of GreatAmericanEclipse.com. So we have this amazing, incredible astronomical event, probably the most exciting astronomical event in all the universe. A total solar eclipse is gonna be coming over the United States on April 8th, 2024. Now, when you have a total solar eclipse and you see those great pictures of, you know, this black hole with these wispy, cloudy things coming around it, uh, that's called the corona. That is the outer atmosphere of the sun. And it appears during these total solar eclipses, most of the time it's just too bright out there. The sun is too bright, so you can't see this corona. And the corona of the sun is this weird place in the first part because it's actually hotter than the surface of the sun itself. The sun's surface is about 10,000 degrees, but the corona is a million or even more degrees. And for astronomers, they don't actually know why that is. We're still trying to figure it out. But that's one of the cool things you can see during a, a total solar eclipse you can't see any other time is that corona. Now, there's also some other terms that might be thrown around, and one of them is the umbra. The umbra is the moon's shadow that uh, is cast onto the Earth. During a total solar eclipse, that shadow like reaches all the way down to the Earth. And so you might even see some pictures of this from satellites. They can take pictures of the Earth and show the shadow hitting the ground, which is really, really cool to see. The thing is, you got to be in the right place at the right time in what's called the path of totality. And this is like a really, really narrow path. So even though almost the entire United States will be able to see part of the sun blocked out, to see a total solar eclipse, it is incredible. When you have a total solar eclipse, that umbra is going on to you. So you are in that part of the shadow. But if you're outside of the path of totality, then you get uh, only part of the shadow hits you, and that's called the penumbra. So uh, really, the most important thing is be in the umbra. Absolutely positive. Now, I know that the uh, April 8th, 2024 total solar eclipse is going to get all the press and it's going to get everybody's attention, and rightly so. But there is a warm-up, a practice eclipse that you can get ready for on October 14th, 2023. Now, it's not going to be a total solar eclipse. It's going to be a partial solar eclipse, but a unique one because... Now, the moon changes its distance from us, so sometimes it's a little closer to us and sometimes a little farther from us. When it's too far away from us to block out the entire sun, 
Oh, man, it creates this other weird kind of cool eclipse called an annular eclipse. And so what it looks like is you'll see the sun up there with the moon inside of it. It's like a halo effect. And it is a really rare thing to see. I've only seen one annular eclipse, and it uh, it was it was pretty cool. Well, plus I got to see it from a cool place. I went out to uh, uh, Reno, Nevada, and so I saw it at the foothills of Lake Tahoe. And that was pretty memorable to see this thing. And so it doesn't block out the entire sun, but does get a little darker outside and a little cooler, but you still have to use protective glasses because even if 1% of the sun is showing, uh, yeah, you still need to protect your eyes from this. So the annular eclipse on October 14th is, I'm kind of looking at it as the practice, as the rehearsal for the total solar eclipse on April 8th, 2024. Get your like protective glasses now before this, get uh, ready to take some pictures, uh, prepare, doing some solar practice is always good. So if you want to see the annular part where the moon nestles inside of the sun, the path goes from Oregon, a very narrow path too, by the way, from Oregon um, through uh, great national parks like Crater Lake. It's going to go through Utah, New Mexico, and Texas. And so it's another one that you can maybe mark on your calendar, make a little vacation on October 14th to head out to those western states to check it out. But let's get back to the main show, the total solar eclipse that's happening about a year from now. Tricky part for us in Cincinnati here is that we're not going to be exactly in the path of totality. We're going to be at 99% blocked. The sun will be 99% blocked in the Cincinnati area. But all you have to do, at least for Cincinnatians, is to drive about 45 minutes to an hour away. So you can go up either I-75 towards Dayton or I-74 out towards Indianapolis. But if you're listening to this from other places, uh, you want to like plan ahead uh, and think about what places you want to go. Uh, there's some pretty cool spots that are on this totality, this path to totality all the way from Texas up to even like Niagara Falls and up out to there. So there's some great places that you can see this from. How long will this last? It depends on where you are in the path of totality. Uh, you know, the maximum is going to be about four minutes or so where the sun is blocked out by for four minutes. And I don't know. I don't know if you're thinking this, but you might be thinking this. It's like, wait a second. I'm going to like travel all the way down to like Texas and you know Niagara Falls for four minutes. Uh, it, this sounds ridiculous. It does sound like this, you know, I'm just looking up at this, this the moon blocking the sun. I, I'm with you because I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, this is cool. I'm sure it's going to be good. As an astronomer, seeing my first one back in 2004, I was blown away. I mean, it is just incredible. And so please mark your calendar for this. We'd love to have everybody in the United States see this. This is something that you want to see because there won't be another one in the U.S. like this for quite a while. I mean, that we had the one in 2017. And, and maybe you all can, uh, if you, you know, comment if you can remember what you did in 2017. I always like to hear people's experiences of what they saw and they did in that last solar eclipse. And then we'll uh, just start taking some, taking some notes for this one coming up. All right, so I hope I stressed enough how important this total solar eclipse is. And I got you motivated. I got you thinking, okay, well, all right, I better start planning ahead. Dean says I should do this. And so where do you want to go? When do you want to see it? All that kind of stuff. Well, we got a guy that can help you out quite a bit. We're joined today by Geographic Information Systems Specialist, 
That's a pretty cool title. I didn't know that was a job. That was, you know, that sounds good. And he's an eclipse expert. His name is Michael Zeiler, who most recently has spent his time using this amazing technology to make the most precise eclipse maps to date. Like you could zoom into street level and see what kind of eclipse you will experience on that day. Oh man, this is going to be good. Well, Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure to join you. This has got to be the season that you are most excited about. We got two big solar eclipses coming. Uh, I mean, this is what you do, right? This is, uh, you are like the eclipse guru, right? Well, yeah, I, 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 I've seen um, 10 total solar eclipses. And it's um, for anyone with an interest in, in astronomy, it's like the 4th of July and Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and the Super Bowl all wrapped up into one event because it simply is the most beautiful and the most stunning event that you will ever see in, in the sky in your life. So it's something that fills us with anticipation. And we've got two great total solar eclipses coming up, an annular solar eclipse coming this October 14th across so the western United States which will be a warm act for the main event, a total solar eclipse next April 8th of 2024, which is going to blow people's minds uh, along the path from Texas to Maine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people are remembering that last one in uh, 2017 where it came across uh, mo almost the entire United States that could see it. And so was that kind of the the start of uh, the website, greatamericaneclipse.com? Tell us about that. Well, the greatamericaneclipse.com actually began right after the 2012 annular solar eclipse because I had a small website at the time. And I, I published some maps um, of, of for that eclipse. And then come Eclipse Day, my, my little website gets a million views. And then I realize the, the potential and, and the public interest in these eclipses and, and the maps that I provide. So uh, I, I put, uh, I, I launched Great American Eclipse and uh, it's been going strong ever since. Well, and so uh, this is a place where people can get, uh, you know, very detailed maps of where they have to be to see exactly uh, everything. So it gives everybody a nice preview. Yeah, I, I'm um, actually a, a, a retired uh, cartographer. I, I work. I had a long career for the leading GIS company called Esri, and. Um, when I was preparing to see the eclipse in 2009, uh, the, the existing maps uh, didn't meet my needs. And so I decided to combine my personal interests in astronomy and, and solar eclipses together with my professional interests. And um, so I, I, I'm having a great time making beautiful and detailed maps of, of the solar eclipses. And I mean, when you like zoom in on these, you can see like exact like roads that you need to be on and, you know, you know where you'll see totality versus not quite totality and, uh, yeah, and, and the center line of where you want to be. Well, so I got to ask, where are you going to be on October 14th uh, this year? Well, I've seen three totals and uh, I'm sorry, I've seen three annular eclipses already. 
and this will be my fourth. And so I'm going to go for something a little bit different. I'm going to the northern edge of the path of annular eclipse. And the reason I'm going there is because there's a certain phenomena that, that will be accentuated if you're on on, on either the northern or, or southern edge of, of the path. And those are called Bailey's beads. So I'm sacrificing the duration of, of the beautiful uh, symmetric annular eclipse, the, the ring that you'll see during that eclipse, for what is going to be an amazing light show of beads of sunlight uh, along the lunar limb that's going to last between 30 seconds and a minute. If you're in the center of the annular eclipse, then you'll see it for a few seconds, but on the edges, you'll see it for a, a long period. And so that's what I'm going for. First, I like the confidence that you are going to see your fourth one uh, coming up. And then secondly, that is a really cool thing to see uh, the the Bailey's beads because, yeah, you think of the, the moon as this kind of perfect sphere, but it has lumps and bumps and mountains, and you can actually see those mountains blocking out part of the sun as it goes along. Exactly. All right. Well, so uh, hmm, you might have me convinced. I was going to go like try dead center so I get that beautiful uh, halo effect when you're looking through <laughs> it. But uh, uh, but yeah, that, that eclipse, I, I think that's the, the thing is that people are kind of sleeping on the one in October, you know, and thinking about the, the April one. Um, what are some good tips that you have for people to get ready for both of the eclipses? Well, first of all, uh, get your eclipse glasses early. There, there. Uh, I, I don't know about the October eclipse, but for the April eclipse, they're certainly going to be, uh, they're going to run out. So I, I would get those early, and then for both eclipses, um, the the general tips are, uh, especially for the April eclipse, is get to your destination early, and if you can, stay there late. What happened during the 2017 eclipse? was there were massive traffic jams the moment the total solar eclipse ended. And we can expect that again. So if you possibly can, try and spend the night at your viewing location or near your viewing location because it's likely that, that the highways and are, are going to be jammed. Uh, the other um, tip that I would give is it's it's going going to be an amazing sight like nothing you've ever seen, um, and you may have ideas of, of doing photography, but what what likely will happen is that you'll be so stunned at the sight of the eclipse, and you're just going to want to gaze at it with your jaw wide open, and it's better to uh, unless you're a real professional, it's better to skip the photography. And, and one thing we like to do, actually, is uh, use our uh, smartphones and turn the prop the smartphone on a piece of furniture or, or, or something like that. Start the video a couple of minutes before the eclipse, the total eclipse begins, and and record the sounds uh, of of your of of your family and friends experiencing the eclipse because that recording will be very memorable. You're, you're going to be amazed at people's reaction and it'll be wonderful to, to capture a recording of that. Well, that was the exact 
advice that uh, you know astronomer David Levy gave me, like with my first eclipses, is yeah, don't try to photograph it. Just take it all in. Don't waste your time like taking pictures. Other people are going to take better pictures. Um, and you're absolutely right. There was these videos with the you know the audio of people's reactions to it. And you know, I'm I'm a rational, reasonable person, and I knew what to expect with my first eclipses, or so I thought. Once the darkness <laughs> falls, all all heck breaks loose. I mean, your 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 brain turns to mush. It's really crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and it it it, it it's you cannot prepare yourself for for that event. Um, it, it's very common for people to f- do things like leave their lens cap on their cameras and and um, and and so forth. Uh, and and you'll just it, it's like a, a scene from a science fiction movie. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. And the beautiful thing about it too is it's one of the very few times in your life that you can actually see the solar system in motion. So it it brings you it connects you with with the cosmos and and you are part of the alignment of the sun, moon, and you. Oh man, it's uh, I am looking forward to this. You are absolutely right. This is like the you know all the holidays and Super Bowl wrapped into one for us uh, in this biz. And it, I think it's so great that you know, this the 2017 eclipse really I think highlighted people's interest in this stuff. It was really a, a one of those great nationwide events. And I, you know, I, it is being stuck in that traffic jam afterwards and taking <laughs> eight hours to get home after, you know, um, it, it, you know, during the traffic jam, I was really, uh, you know, frustrated and, and, and mad. But then you're like thinking this was all for a, a, an astronomical event that millions and millions of people saw and they're all going to remember it. Yeah, I I was in Wyoming for the 2017 eclipse, and ama- and an amazing fact from that eclipse in Wyoming is that the population of the state of Wyoming tripled on eclipse day, and the the drive back home from Wyoming, normally to to get to Colorado from that part of Wyoming takes three hours. It took us 16 hours to traverse that because there was only one highway out of the path. So that's why we say, uh, if you possibly can, stay at your viewing location. Well, this has been great chatting about this. I think it's uh, we want to get people prepared ahead of time and make a whole week of this uh, and a couple weeks you know, for the October 14th of this year and April 8th of next year. Um, well, tell us, how can we find uh, a little bit more out about you and uh, a little bit more about the uh, Great American Eclipse? Well, come on over and uh, visit greatamericaneclipse.com. We have so much information on that website, and, and we offer so much educational content. Um, people are free to use any of the content on our website and share it with their friends or on social media, and, and we invite people to do so. And we, we just work so hard to, to put these resources out there for people to share it. Uh, we are passionate about solar eclipses, and, and we are, are eager to share that with, with the public. Well, Michael, is there anything you want to leave us with today? I would say something like this. Um, life is short. We live on a beautiful planet. 
Keep looking up at the wonders in the sky. Ah, well, this has been awesome. I'm excited. I am uh, pumped up for these eclipses. Uh, Michael, thanks so much for being on the show today. Sure, it's been my pleasure. Looking Up with Dean Regis is a production of Cincinnati Public Radio. Marshall Verbsky is our producer and expert on homemade eclipse glasses. Yeah, but just don't buy them from him. That'd be a bad idea. Uh, Derek Smith is our audio engineer and resident shadow puppeteer. Our theme song is Possible Light by Ziv Moran. Thanks for listening and keep looking up.